good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you happen to be and whatever time of day it is for you. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Hope Rising Ministries podcast, where we love to talk about Jesus, apologetics, and life, and what they have to do with each other. Um, as always, my name is Alex, and with me today, this morning, is Trey. Good morning, Trey. How are you, man? Alex, what's up, man? How are you doing? Uh, so good, so good. Excited for the conversation we we have today. Uh, and just to kind of catch everybody up and, and let everybody know, you know, we're going to be talking about the the resurrection of Jesus Christ today um, in, in celebration, in remembrance of Easter, which was actually a week ago from from the time that we're recording this. So I, I am extremely excited to talk about that. But before we really dive into that conversation, uh, how was your Easter? What what did you guys get into? Uh, um, hello, 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 peoples. Uh, good to be here today. Uh, thank God for that. Um, actually, Alex, my Easter was miserable. <laughs> I mean to tell you, man, I was sick as a dog. Uh, and I, if you've ever seen a real sick dog, that, that was me. Yeah. So, yeah. um, uh, you know, I just kind of, it was just a real bad head cold and, um, it happens to me every year. I'm, I'm the, you know, the pollen beast is out and yeah. he's green and he flows in rivers Yeah, and it's, you know, it's besides that, I had a pretty good Easter, you know, um, you know, we dyed some eggs, uh, the night before and, and, uh, I, well, actually my family dyed some eggs and I was just in there moaning. Yeah. And, yeah. um, but, but, uh, I, I started feeling better and uh, went camping uh, with my family. And we, uh, we went fishing and we caught fish and we ate fish mm. and we camped in tents, you know, and, yep. Um, yep. had a blast. So it was amazing. yes, it was amazing. Joshua says, well, that's, that's awesome. Uh, you know, it, that's one of those things too, like, I've only been camping a, a handful of times, you know, actual like true camping, not like in a, in a camper, but, but like in a tent and, right, you know, right. that's, that's, it's a different experience. I know some people, you know, joke about it and, and they don't enjoy it because basically they don't want to pretend to be homeless, they say, but, uh, but I think it is one of those fun experiences and, and it just, it, it is, there's something about it, you know, when you just get to be outside, be in nature you're not, you know, tied to your, your TV. You're not stuck inside your house, stuff like that. There, there's something special yep. about it. And the, and the weather was like immaculate. It was, it was unbelievable. Yeah, uh, it that's was good. Perfect, perfect weather the whole time. That's good. That's real good. Yep. Well, uh, you know, unfortunately, since you, you know, didn't feel the best on Easter Sunday, uh, you know, that stinks. But hey, we, at least we still get to celebrate a, a an empty tomb, right? And a risen Savior. That's right. So, That's um, right. We, you know, we had a pretty good, pretty good Easter. We went to to church that morning, and and like you said, that uh that weekend, we um we had died Easter eggs uh, with our son, and so that was that was really fun getting to do that, and and then we had uh, lunch with family that afternoon, so that was really good. Did the whole, you know ate probably way too much and then uh did the whole easter egg hunt afterwards so got to work off some of those calories outside but yeah, yeah. It, was, 
it was it was fun definitely a good time for sure but now i'm excited to you know continue uh you know celebrating and remembering easter through our our discussion and episode today um so just to uh also remind everyone the previous episode that we had episode number 27 was was the um episode where we covered passion week so everything leading up to easter um so if you haven't had a chance to listen to that i I encourage you please go back listen to that as well um in 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 conjunction with this episode because i think they they would really fit well together and um and really kind of give some reference and some more information and detail of everything leading up to what we're going to be covering today of the resurrection itself. And so I, I really encourage that. And if you're listening and there's anything during this, this episode or during this podcast that just really like moves you or really um, encourages you or something that you hear in your, you know, maybe you question it or maybe you're not sure about, um, and you want to reach out to us, send us an email at info at hoperisingministries.cc. Uh, we would love to hear from you. We would love to talk with you um, to answer any questions you may have. And, and even if you have a prayer request or something like that, please reach out to us. We'd love to connect with you that way as well. And you can find us also on Facebook at Hope Rising Ministries SC. So please, uh, you know, feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to connect and talk with you in any way that we can. So. Um, yep. As we get ready to discuss the resurrection, I mean, this is the like critical, like center point of the Christian faith. Like this is the event that Christianity is based upon. Um, and, and Paul actually records this in First Corinthians 15 verses 12 through 19. I'm going to read those really briefly. And he says, but if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless and so is your faith. More than that, we are then found to be false witnesses about God, for we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead. But he did not raise him if, in fact, the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. I think Paul sums it up really well. Like that right there says everything that you need to know about the resurrection of Jesus Christ in the sense that it is the like key event in all of history. And for those of us who are Christians who follow Christ and who believe in the resurrection, like this is the greatest event that we could ever have experienced, right? Or, or ever experienced and put our hope and our faith in the fact that Jesus did rise from the dead. And so it, it is huge for us. It is huge for really the impact of everyone because a lot of other things are based and, and affected by the resurrection of Jesus. Yep, that's true. You know, Christianity is most definitely a resurrection religion. 
Mm -hmm. um, there, I mean, you know, with, without, without this single moment in time that we celebrate on Easter, uh, Christianity just completely falls apart. Yeah. There, there is no, <coughs> excuse me, there is uh, no root um, that hold no foundation that holds Christianity together except the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you look at, if you look at how weird that seems anyway, I mean, if, if you, if you're like me, you've heard this teaching all your life. Um, but if you step back a second and go, wait a minute, somebody rose from the dead. Like we've been trying to figure out that for years, right? <laughs> how do we stay alive forever? Uh, mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me how do we how do we live forever how do we live longer you know uh, alex last time i checked the mortality rate was 100 percent, right yeah, so it, we're, we're gonna pass away <clears throat> and the, the only way we don't pass away is if he comes back mm -hmm. while we're alive yeah and um we we're we're gonna fall asleep and but one day he's gonna raise us all up the dead in christ will rise first mm -hmm. the sea will give up its dead the lamb will give up its dead and we will be joined together with him. And uh, that is yeah. awesome. So what we're talking about today, that's what all that hinges on. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, we, we had discussed earlier, Alex, that it's really not our job to prove that there's an empty tomb. Um, I think that's God's job. Yeah. And he does that through his church. Yeah. So because there's an empty tomb, the church can walk around in the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is love and joy and peace, and patience and kindness and gentleness and self-control. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So as, as people, <coughs> excuse me, as people see that hope within God's people and God opens their eyes and ears to hear, um, then they automatically know for a fact that, yeah, the tomb's empty. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's why that's why I have this hope because the tomb's empty. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and and it's it's one of you know the the critical points of Christianity. <laughs> Jesus is the center of Christianity, and then this is the like key central event that builds everything around. Also, our faith in what Jesus said before he died and then the fact that he rose from the grave. And so it, it's it's just such a core piece to what we believe in the in anything that we, you know, can say that we have hope in is, is built around this um, yes. when it comes to, you know, like our faith in Jesus. So we have to believe if we have faith in Christ, we have to believe that he rose from the dead. I mean, that's that's part of it. You can't just have faith that Jesus was a great person and that, you know, he died without believing that he rose from the from the dead, just as he said he would. Because that's another you know critical point to, you know, being a Christian is, is believing what he said before that happened. And he said that it would happen that he would have to die, but then that he would rise again from the grave. And so, you know, this is one of, I think, I think there's 11. I don't quote me on this because I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think there's 11 
um, events that are recorded between all four of the Gospels. And this is one of those that's recorded in, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I think there's 11, might be 10, somewhere around in there. But um, it's recorded in Matthew 28, verses 1 through 10. It's recorded in Mark 16, 1 through 8. It's recorded in Luke 24, 1 through 49, and then John 20. Um and for those who are following along with us today, if, if you have a Bible with you, whether it's, you know, in your hand, physical Bible, or if you're on, you know, your phone, your tablet, or, or just the internet somewhere, um, we're, we're actually going to be talking primarily from uh, the account recorded in Luke chapter 24. Um, so just in case you want to follow along with us as we, as we uh, go through this, but um, in Luke 24 verses one through uh, one through 12 actually covers the initial like that morning and the uh, uh, initial finding that Jesus is no longer in the tomb, but that he has risen. And so I'm going to read that real quick and then we're going to dive in um, to what's happening there and kind of unpack that and see what follows after that as well. But Luke chapter 24, verse one says on the first day of the week. Very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee, the son of man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified and on the third day be raised again. Like that verse, verse seven that I just read, that's Jesus speaking like he told them about this, that it would happen. And then verse eight goes on to say, then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women because their words seemed to be like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away wondering to himself what had happened. Yep. You know, that that's kind of funny that uh, that they thought that the, the, the women were speaking nonsense, which, you know, uh, I'll just go ahead and tell you, I've been married for a while. And sometimes it might seem that they're talking nonsense, but they're actually telling you something you really need to hear. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know? <clears throat> so, yeah. It's, I, know, I think it, I think this is a wonderful, wonderful story. This is just. Uh, I mean, this is when people's eyebrows go up mm, yeah and 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 like that glimmer of hope strikes the heart you know absolutely like um what's going on like what's going on you know and i'm telling you the fact that a man would rise from the grave is is stupendous i mean yeah what yeah right um look he rose lazarus from the grave um he rose the, the boy that, that was on the funeral procession, mm-hmm. he rose him from the grave, I mean, from the dead, but they all died again. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. The little girl, Jairus's daughter, she, she passed away yeah. when she got older, 
you know? Um, but this, this time it's alive forever. Come on. And, and, and it proves that everything he said and everything he did was true. Yeah. That's why most, if not all other religions in the world, this is one thing that they categorically deny is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And and I mean, there's a lot, you know, when it comes to, okay, how can you, you know, like, how can you trust or believe that what's, you know, recorded about the resurrection? Like what, what are things that can help you to understand that? And, and honestly, I think, you know, the biggest thing is just, you have to have faith in who Jesus is, his power. Uh, You have to have faith in what he said, um, like we just talked about. But I think a lot of it is too, if you really look at this account, like there are a lot of things here that point to the fact of it being true and not being manufactured to just sound really good. Because the whole point of, of the women coming first and finding the tomb and then coming back to tell the disciples. Because at the time, if you wanted someone to believe what you were saying, then it would have been men who found the tomb. And then people would not have really questioned what was what was being said or what was recorded. And so that in itself, the fact that those who are writing this, so Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and they don't try to hide the fact that, hey, they, it was women who found the tomb first, I think goes to show you they're not trying to make this up to sound good or to just make you believe easily what happened, right? They're telling the truth. They are recording what actually occurred. And so, you know, and I think it's funny too, like when the women get there and they they see that the stones rolled away and they're kind of confused and, and they're wondering where the body of Jesus is, and then when the, the angels tell them, you know, like, hey, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen. Remember how he told you? And so they have to be reminded yeah. what Jesus said, you know, and how many times does that happen to us that we have to today be reminded of what Jesus said and stop doubting or questioning what is going on around us, but rather to just trust in him and in his word. Like that happens to us today, just like it did to them. Yep. Um, how about, uh, here's your answer. Get into your Bible. Yeah. Open your Bible. Yeah. Open your mm-hmm. Bible. Yeah. Um, if you don't have one, you can get one on your phone. Um, free. Um, if, if you would like to know what we think about a good translation for you, uh, just drop us a line and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, but get into your Bible. Um, read what he said. Um, read what Paul says about what he said. Read what John says about what he said. Um, very, very interesting. Um, uh, I'm going to share a little story with you real quick, Alex. And um, I'm sure the listeners uh, would would appreciate what happened that day. So um, my brother always comes down on Easter. And uh, that's actually his family went went camping with us last week so that's what we did we had a blast but um what what my brother and i used to do um was like we'd cook the 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 lunch for everybody while everybody else went to church 
and you know my life got turned around and I started serving in church well he's coming down on Easter and I said hey man uh, I just want you to know that I'm not going to be cooking with you. I'm going to be getting up and going to church. He's like, but don't invite me. Cause he's like, a, he, he was like a big atheist. Um, didn't believe in it worth anything. Right. Um, kind of grew up Catholic based um, in, 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 in the North in Delaware. Uh, we share the same father, not the same mother. Um, I'm, I'm about 12 years older than he is. And I said, okay, I'm not going to invite you. I'm just letting you know that you can go if you want. Well, he ends up going with his wife and they sit beside us. And he told me this. He said, Trey, I'm telling you right now, I'm sitting there and I'm listening to this man tell me they killed this Jesus guy. What do you mean they killed him? What did he do? Now he's telling me this. Like, what did he do to deserve death? I mean, he didn't do anything. He helped people all the time. Right. And he said, I was just devastated. Is this the end of the story? Is this it? I mean, do I, am I going home with this guy dead? He said, but let me tell you something. He said, the moment I heard God calling my name is when I heard these words. Why do you search the living among the dead? Mm. He is not here. He is risen. Come on. And he was born again that day, Alex. And he's now he's now a pastor. Amen. So I mean, look, when 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 God opens up your eyes and your heart, um, there's nothing like it. Mm. Um, it's it's absolutely it's it's way past life changing. <laughs> I don't. It's it's the beginning of hope. Uh, you finally say, "Oh my gosh, I know what hope is." Yeah. Um, and today in this world and what's going on right now and in, in, in society. And not just in America, but everywhere, people need hope, Alex. They need hope so bad. Absolutely. And this is the only way that that you can have hope. Um, as a matter of fact, I'd like to read for you real quick. First um, John, chapter three. I'm going to read. Uh, I'm going to read the first three verses. Check this out. See what kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called the children of God, and so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and whatever will be has not yet appeared, but we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we will see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> yeah and you know for even for the disciples like in that moment that morning like as we just read from the account of Luke when the when the women came back to tell them you know what they had just seen what they had just witnessed and what the angel had just told them the men didn't even believe it at first they're like wait a minute what Ah, that don't make sense. You know, I think it's so funny that Luke records it as their words seem to them like nonsense. Because, mm -hmm. I, I mean, if if you are perfectly honest, then at that time, in that moment, it probably did. And even right now, especially for, for those who don't believe, it's kind of like, wait a minute, what? 
just like you said a minute ago, Trey, talking about, you know, like, wait, they somebody rose from the dead? Hold on, hold on. You know, because people don't have a hard time believing that Jesus did really good things or that he was a really nice person. Some people don't even have a hard time believing that he performed miracles while he was alive. But then when you step into, hold on, he died and then he rose. Wait a minute. Hold on. That's where, you know, I have some questions. And and you remember, hey, Alex, you remember in Athens when Paul was teaching in Athens and and they were like, hey, who is this? uh, Who is this guy you're talking about? Is this another religion? Is this a a new thing? And uh, he started talking to them about Jesus and they were like, like really, they were kind of like, "Wow, this is neat." You yeah. Know? Then he mentions he rose mm. from the grave, yeah, and yeah. they went nuts. We don't want to hear this. We don't want to hear it. We're out. Yeah. You know, but some of them believed. Come right? on, come on. There you go. I mean, it has to be said. Um, it doesn't matter if you're laughed at. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. if you're ridiculed. Um, because I'm ridiculed doesn't mean that he didn't rise from the grave. Hey, exactly. Right. So- Just because my feelings get hurt. Because I say he did doesn't mean jack squat yep. to me. I'm okay, you know. Yeah, and, and you know, and that's part of it too. Like, as as Christians, as those who believe in Christ and believe in His resurrection, like we have this hope in us that is hard to explain in words, and to others does seem like nonsense. But we have it, and, and it anchors us. It sustains us. Like it holds us secure when everything else is going crazy around us. And it's up to us. Like we have this hope, this joy inside of us. It's up to us. We are called to share that with other people, to share this hope that we have, to share the truth of who Jesus is and what he actually did. You know, and and even for the disciples, like what we're going to, you know, continue talking about here and what we see following verses uh, recorded in Luke is the disciples didn't have that faith in that moment on that morning. Like they were doubting, they were questioning, they were afraid for themselves and what had just happened. Um, But Jesus made it clear to them. Jesus made it known to them. Um, And and I think there's a, a lot here and Jesus actually says it too, you know, which we'll, we'll touch on in a little bit. Jesus appears to them right in, in person. And he, he shows them, he, he gives proofs to them that he is alive. But then he does say, you know, how much, how much greater it is for those who don't see me. Right. But yet they, yet still, they believe. still believe. And, and that's what yep. just like fires me up and just, you know, motivates me is not that, you know, I think our faith is greater than theirs because they had to see, but the fact that Jesus appeared to them to, to give proof, but yet he's also appeared to us in our hearts through the Holy spirit revealing to us the truth. And we get to hold on to that and be like grounded and have foundation in that. Um, and so, yeah, so that's that's where we're kind of heading now is to look at, you know, the disciples that morning and what happened to them as well. Um, hey, real quick, Alex, let, yeah. let, I want to take one step back. Let's take a step back. Yeah. And I want to talk to those who are listening who don't really, you know, who, this is kind of new. Like maybe this language is pretty new to you. And you're like, you know, what are these guys talking about? 
Uh, look, here, let me tell you something. Um, when we say stuff like God is sovereign, what we mean is that he's got it all under control. He knows what's going on. He knew that the son was going to be crucified. Mm-hmm. He gave his son. All right. And it was all up to God. It wasn't up to us. It wasn't up to men. It was up to him. Um, Jesus said, I have the authority to lay my own life down. And I have the authority to raise it back up again. So uh, let me tell you something. It was the Trinity, which is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's who rose Jesus from the grave. Right? And if you, if you, if you, and I encourage you to go read this chapter in John. It's John chapter 11. And Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. And he was a good friend. He was a good family friend of Jesus. But he was dead and in the grave. And he'd been there in, in the grave more than three days. And in the, in the conversation with Lazarus' sister, Martha, he said, you know, your brother will rise again. And she goes, yeah, I know that. I believe in the resurrection. And um, he says, Martha, I am the resurrection. Oh, man. I mean, come on. I am the resurrection. So, you know, all this stuff that we're talking about has a, a backstory and this precursor is it, it it's in the old testament it's all through the old testament it's a the the silk the, the golden thread throughout the whole entire bible is jesus right and before we get to him appearing to the disciples luke records that he um appeared with two guys who were walking from jerusalem to emmaus Right. Yep. And he begins to explain to them. Um, Alex, read, read that. Um, I think it's verse 25 and through 27. Read 25 through 27. Yep. Let me uh, see here. So. So, yeah. So Jesus, you know, uh, is walking with these guys and, and basically they're explaining what just happened, you know, as far as like Jesus um, being crucified. Uh, died and buried and then in verse 25 uh, it says he said to them how foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken did not the messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory and beginning with moses and all the prophets he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself okay so what that does is let is let us understand and realize that God was in control the whole time. That He'd been telling this story mm. since Genesis. Come on. I mean he he told he told the enemy in Genesis that you, you're going to bruise his heel, but he's going to crush mm. your head. And the resurrection is the crushing of the head. In other words, he defeated yep. death. That's the last enemy. That is the everybody's number one enemy is death. And it, and it robs and it kills and it destroys. Yes. But the resurrection of Jesus Christ nullifies all of that for the people of God, for the children Come of God. On. Amen. So he he they're talking to each other and a little bit a little bit further, like in verse 32, he says, weren't our hearts burning within ourselves while he listen to this. This is awesome. While he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us. Come on, man. That is awesome. So what that tells me, Alex is that 
the Old Testament is not null and void. The Old Testament is extremely important. Yeah. The Old yeah. Testament points to Christ, and it, and it shows that he had to suffer and die and that he would be raised on the third day. Yeah. I mean, look at the story of Jonah. That's what it's about. It's, what, it's about Jesus being in the ground, and on the third day, he rises again. I mean, you know, we can just keep on going and going. That'd be a whole other podcast. Yeah. But um, we are not disassociated or unattached with the Old Testament. Don't let anybody tell yep. you that Christianity is detached from the Old Testament. Yep. Without the Old Testament, we wouldn't have a new <laughs> right? Absolutely. So anyway, I just wanted to point that out. Oh, I think that's I, I think that's spot on, you know, because a lot of times you do hear uh, people say, oh, you know, it's not it's not about the Old Testament anymore. All you need is in the New Testament. You just need Jesus's life, death and resurrection and, and you're good to go. Like you have all these New Testament teachings. Old Testament's not important. And, and I think where they make the mistake and, and this is just me personally, where I think the mistake happens is I I feel like what they are trying or what they are doing is they're they're saying the Old Testament and the, the law are one in the same and that because Jesus fulfilled the law, ah, you don't need the Old Testament anymore. Right. And so they're throwing everything away and they're just like, I just all you need is the New Testament. And you're good to go. And I think that's where they make the mistake, because the Old Testament is there to back up. It is there to reaffirm. Right. And to prove that God had this plan all along from day one, like God knew what was happening. He was working this out. Yep. And the fact that Jesus just like you said, the fact that Jesus even references back to the Old Testament, I think goes to show like that's how important it is because you're not yep. just telling people, hey, here's Jesus's life. This is what he did. Oh, and he rose from the grave. But you're showing from the beginning of time that God had this plan and that Jesus was always the solution. Yep. So if, if the son of God who gave his life um, so that people could be born again and have have uh, hope and, and can live forever and not die forever. If he quotes the Old Testament, I, I'm, I'm pretty good with it. I'm, I'm good with the Old Testament because yeah. he quoted it all the time. Have you not have you not read? Mm. He asked the Pharisees yep. many times. Have you not read? Don't you remember this? Don't you remember David? Don't you remember this and that? Yep. Remember Noah? <laughs> you know, don't you remember that that the reason that, that uh, we exist is because God created um, male and female and uh, the male should leave his parents yep. and cling to his wife? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how we're born. That's how that's how we reproduce, yep. um, you know, and, and, and his glory is shown. And stuff like that, like marriage and like the nucleus family that is so forgotten today. Yeah. Um, and that's, of course, is next week. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, but we, we're all the way, Alex, up to where he appears to the disciples. Um, this is this is pretty major. Um, and they're sitting there freaking out because they just saw their Messiah, their the, the Christ, the Messiah, the chosen one who's supposed to save everybody and supposed to take uh take take the romans away like be gone romans 
I don't want to be under your rule anymore. And the Messiah is going to help us out with yeah. that. Well, he wasn't saving them from the Romans. He was saving them from mm -hmm. them. Yeah. From their own sins, yep. from their wickedness. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and mine and yours. Um, so here they are. They, they, uh, they're sitting there in this, in this room, right? I, you know what? Do you, do you think it was the upper room where they had the last supper? You think that's where they you were? Know, I, what do you think? Yeah. I, I've wondered that too. Like if, if they just went back to that place or if they had a, you know, another, another location, but yeah, I definitely think it could have been for sure. That's true. True. So if, um, if you look at, when they're, they're sitting around talking about this, they're discussing what's going on, right? Yeah, and actually, the, and, um, uh, you know, back in 33, just before it gets to 36, it says that the two, you know, the two that Jesus was walking with, that he had broken the bread as they had sat down, and then they recognized, you know, who he was. It says they got up and they, they ran back to the disciples and were telling them, like, everything that just happened. Right. And I love it because you can see, you know, obviously it's it's, you know, just written word. It's exclamation points. But it, you know, they say it, it is true. The Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. And then that's where they pick it up. And and so, you know, they they're there and talking right. it out. And they're like, wait a minute. Hold up. Tell, tell me again. Like. Like, wait, what'd you say? Do you, do you see? Do you see that they didn't get to a man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they said no. We're going yep. back. We got to go back to Jerusalem. They found the disciples. Said you guys ain't gonna believe. And can this. you can you imagine the excitement you know? that they had? Like I can just I can just feel it and and just think about like how excited they would have been running into the room and just telling them like, oh my gosh, like where do I start? How do I tell you this? Uh, like it, it's true, you know, and that. That right there, I pray, dear Jesus, please let us as Christians have that same excitement and passion to tell other people that you are alive. Like that is, oh man, gives you gives you chills. Amen. So you you want to uh, you want to read where he appears to the disciples in the in the yeah. room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll pick up. Let's right here in uh, in thirty in verse thirty six, uh, and just again for anybody listening, we're in Luke chapter twenty four, uh, picking up at verse thirty six. It says, "While they were still talking about this, Jesus Himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you.' They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, "Why are you troubled? And why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself." Touch me and see, a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. When he had, yep. had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it because of joy and amazement, he said to them, do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish and he took it and ate it in their presence. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's tripping. So... All right, so they're terrified because he, even though the doors were locked, yeah. he comes in anyway. He's standing there right, right amidst them, and they are terrified. And what does he say first? Peace. Mm. Like, you know, we would say, chill out. It's okay, yeah. right? He says, peace. It is me. Like, it's I. Mm -hmm. And 
Now, the translation into English is like, hey, it's me, um, or it is I myself. But in Greek, it's ego e me. I am. Come on. Look, when, when, when God in flesh is standing among you, risen from the dead and says, I am, man, does that flash back to Moses mm. and Yahweh? I mean, that's what that is. Yeah. He's the Lord. He's the creator of the universe. John's already told us nothing that has been made was not made through him. Everything was made through yeah. him. Yeah. And he upholds all things. Right. Mm -hmm. So he, he goes, okay, peace to you. And the second thing he does is say, look, at look, look at my hands and my feet. It's me. I am. Now touch me. That's the third thing. Peace to you. Look and touch, touch this. And then he ate in front of them. Yeah. Right. So next thing you know, they're realizing that it's actually Jesus who used to eat fish with them before he died. Now he's eating them again. He's, he's alive again. Yeah. Um, completely uh, amazed. I'm just amazed by that. Well, um, it, but guess who wasn't with him? Who wasn't with Thomas. him? Thomas. Thomas wasn't yeah. with him. Yeah. Right. And, and I think too, like, you know, we talked a little bit touched on like, you know, those who are writing this and recording what happened, they aren't trying to manufacture this to be, to sound like just some, you know, beautiful, easy to believe story. And I think this is a moment here again, where it points to that. Why else, mm -hmm. if it did not happen, do you record that Jesus asked if they had something to eat? Like, if you're trying to convince somebody that he rose from the dead, at what point do you think, hmm, you know what? They'll believe me if Jesus is hungry or if he asked for something to eat, right? Like, if that wasn't true and didn't happen, why would Luke have even cared to record that? I think that just yep. points again to the fact that he's not just making this stuff up. Like, he's telling us, he's, he's writing down what happened, and Jesus was there. And he legitimately asked, hey, do y'all have y'all have anything to eat? Because he wanted, again, to show his disciples in that moment, look, this is me. Like, I am here in person right in yep. front of you. Yep. Yep. So I'm going I'm to kind of go to John. Uh, this is John chapter 20. The la uh, I'm going to start at 24. So now Thomas, one of the 12, called the twin was not with them when Jesus came the first time, right? Yeah. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. So Thomas goes, let me tell you something. Unless I see in his hands the mark of the nails and put my finger into the mark of the nails and place my hand in his side, I will never believe. Wow. So you do realize, and I'm going to continue reading, but as a sidebar, you do realize that Jesus shows back up in about a week mm -hmm. and he knows what Thomas said and he knows what Thomas needs yep. to see. Right. So eight days is uh, verse 26, eight days later, his disciples were inside again and Thomas was with them this time. Yep. Right. And all other doors were locked. Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. And he said to Thomas, put your finger here and see my hands, put your hand Place it in my side. Don't disbelieve, but believe. Mm -hmm. And Thomas answered him, 
my Lord and my God. Now, there are many, many, many people who, who will go to hell and back trying to make that not say that. Yeah. But in the Greek, he calls him God, <laughs> Yahweh, Jehovah, Lord. And Jesus said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? Well, blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So, you know, that's that's you. If you're hearing that today and you hear God calling your name, he's talking about you. Yes. Yes. And I pray that um, that you'll you'll reach out and get in touch with us. so We can help you out. Just let us know what's going on and and we'll do everything we can for you to to help you uh, understand what's going on. Absolutely. Because this is, you know, I mean, let's let's be real. Like if you are not already a believer um, and a believer being someone who has put their faith in in Christ Jesus and believes that he rose from the dead, it's something that's hard to wrap your mind around. Um, And it's not something that you're meant to just kind of learn or pick up on your own. And we'd love to talk with you. Um, We'd love to pray with you. Um, that you can understand, that you can believe um, in what Jesus said would happen about him and what scriptures told would happen about him and then what he truly did uh, by rising from the grave. And so, yeah, we would absolutely love to talk with you about that and, and to encourage you, to help you, to pray with you in whatever way that we can. Um, So these these same guys that, that are scared out of their minds and freaking out, um, they're starting to get it, right? They're starting to get it. But what he tells them later is, look, you are actually going to be doing stuff that I didn't do. You're going to go to all the ends of the world, and you're going to take my word. And the Holy Spirit's going to remind you of everything that I've told you, and he's going to teach you what it means. But there's going to be a day, and the Holy Spirit's going to, empower you and you're going to be born yeah. again just like i talked to nicodemus like just i was explaining to nicodemus that's going to happen to you and you are going to defend who i am and you are going to preach who i am like paul said at the beginning of our conversation today if he did not rise from the grave our preaching is useless mm. it's in vain what was he preaching? Well, he was preaching the gospel. What is the gospel? That the Son of Man had to be delivered over into the hands of sinful men, be crucified and buried, and on the third day, rise Mom. again. Mom. And if, if that not be true, then this podcast is rubbish. And yeah. we're, 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 we're just to be pitied by all yeah. men. And but it's true. It is. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And to that point in verse 46, it says he told them, talking about Jesus to his disciples, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my father has promised. And this is you know, our calling, our commission to be able to share with the world the truth of who Jesus is and his resurrection. 
And that's what we get to do. And that's why I'm thankful that we get to, you know, have this podcast. Um, because it has nothing to do with Alex and Trey. Like this podcast is absolutely nothing to do with people knowing who we are. Because someone knowing our name means absolutely nothing. But for someone to know Jesus Christ means absolutely everything. And that's why we do what we do. That's why I am so thankful for the opportunity that we get to do this. Um, Even in one of the craziest times in my life, when it comes to, you know, the pandemic we've been going, going through and dealing with for, for the past year, um, that God allowed this to take place during that time uh, is I'm so incredibly thankful for. Yep. I am too. Um, I've enjoyed today. I've enjoyed uh, talking about the resurrection and what it means. Um, I tell you, there's, there's, uh, there's nothing like true Mm -hmm. hope. And um, I, I, I just pray that, that whoever hears these words understands that these are the words of God almighty and not the words of Alex Mm -hmm. and Trey, just like Alex just Mm -hmm. said, Um, because I I can't save anybody. Um, I can just tell you, you know, what he's done in my life and what he's done in Alex's life and what he, what he can do in yours, no matter what you've done, no matter what you've said, no matter what you believe. Um, And, and I I encourage you to, to join us next week too. Um, we're going to be talking about some interesting things next week um, and, and how how today has has attempted to and, and somewhat successfully has infiltrated today's church. Um, just the thought process of, of the world today, how, how that's trying to destroy the church. Um, so we're going to be talking about that a little bit. Um Alex, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah, and, you know, if you've been listening today and and you just feel like God's been moving in your heart, been speaking to you, been trying to reveal something to you, um, or you just have so many questions based off of what we've talked about today, we'd love for you to, to reach out to us. Um, you can email us at info at hoperisingministries.cc or find us on Facebook at Hope Rising Ministries SC. We love to, you know, talk with you, answer any questions that we can. Uh, as well as, you know, pray with you if if that's something that you're in need of right now. So <clears throat> just want to say thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for spending time with us. May God, uh, you know, use this to bless you and bless others. Thank you, Trey, as always. Really appreciate it. Really enjoyed it. Yep. Peace out. Have people. a good one. Catch you next week. God bless. Peace.